favorite MMA podcast. I'm your boy, Danny Guzman, a.k.a. Danny Tarantino. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I haven't recorded in a while. Yeah, been busy. Things happen. But we're back. And for coming off of a banger of a card and coming up on one that I'm pretty sure is going to be another banger. But yeah, last week's fight night uh Santos versus Hill <clears throat> last that was it was crazy it was a all 10 fights were all finishes no judges needed just a bunch of bangers they were good fights um shout out to Mohammed Usman uh for winning the ultimate fighter heavyweights that was a nasty nasty punch to put away Zach um how do you pronounce it? Ponga Punga Ponga yeah, it was a nasty hit. It looked like he didn't even, like, wind up. Like, he barely even punched, like. But that's just how much power he had. That shit was loud. Shout out to him. And then Juliana Miller beating Brogan to win Ultimate Fighter. I forgot what weight class they were fighting. I can't remember. But shout out to her. I was going for Brogan on that one. So, I was kind of hoping she won. I liked her. And because she was Team Nunes. So, you know, I was kind of hoping. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're good fights, man. <clears throat> Terrence McKinney, good-ass fight. Um, that main event, that main event was something, man. Um, Diago Santos is just, he tired himself out. Well, he got tired out. You're shooting that many times, bro, you're going to get tired. So, you know, he just he got worn down and just got fucked up. Dude, shout out to Jamal Hill. That was a, a good-ass fight on his part. He did his thing. He did what he said he was going to do. Showed up, man. That was a good-ass card. And, uh, I mean, I know I didn't talk about... Damn, what was the last one I made? <clears throat> was it 276 when I went to Vegas? I think that might have been my, first, my last episode I made. Been over a month crazy um yeah i mean we're coming up on ufc fight night uh dominic cruz versus cheeto vera one that i'm really excited for you know it's gonna be a banger that main and co-main event all gonna be fire so i'm excited for that but yeah we're um you know we're back we're back to recording i'm um you know i'm gonna be back to doing what I do, I try to break these down, make this podcast, keep it going. It's just hard to, nah, fuck that. No excuse. We're going to get this going. But 
I mean, let's just hop right in, dude. UFC Fight Night, Cheeto Vera. Marlon Vera versus Dominic Cruz. First up, we got Irene Lipsky versus Priscilla <clears throat> Kalshera. Now, Priscilla, she takes crazy damage. Right? She keeps coming at you. And she'll outlast you most of the time. Right? She'll take them hits and just keep coming. And... um you know, no matter the amount of damage she takes, she's she's got the chin, right? She's a beast. She'll catch you. She'll wear you down just by her eating all them hits, you feel me? But, you know, that being said, taking into account all her, you know, her toughness, all this shit, <clears throat> she's a good fighter. But I think Ariane Lipsky uh, can dish out some heat. You know, I think she's going to put that pressure on her and give her something she can't come back from. And even if she does, I think she just outclasses her in general. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Lipsky on this one. You know, she's a beast. I, I like both of them. I'm a fan of Lipsky, though. And uh, I'm going to give it to her. That's going to be on my bet. Uh, she's sitting at a minus 190. Next up, we got Yusef Zalao versus uh, Damon Blackshear. <clears throat> now, Damon Blackshear is a grappler. Right? I checked out some of his fights, and you know he's really good on the ground. Uh, this is his UFC debut, so, you know, on the other side, you have Yusuf, who, you know, can keep it standing and utilize that speed that, you know, the technique he has. He can probably pull this one off, but if it does go to the ground, it'll probably be a different story for that, you know, but, you know, all that being said, I think I will go with Yusuf. I'd go with Zalal because um, I feel he would keep it standing. You know, use that takedown defense, keep the pressure on them, put, you know, just keep the striking going and come out with that W. I think that's, <clears throat> this kind of a tough one. But if I like absolutely had to choose, I think that's where I'd lean. You know, so shout out uh, Yusef Zalal. Um, he's sitting at a minus 125 right now, too. Next up, we got Angela Hill versus Lupita Lupi Godinez. Uh, my pick off tops is going to be Lupita Godinez. And, you know, that's because if you look at Angela Hill's career in the UFC, she, you know, she doesn't do too great when it comes to the grappling, right? Her loss, especially her, um, in her last fight, you know, where due to grappling just gets outworked, you know? Uh, she has improved a lot, but, you know, and she did have that win streak for a bit. Up until recently, but you know, I do still see that weakness in grappling. And if you know, you know, Lupita Godinez against um Ariane uh Carnelosi, uh, you know, her grappling was great, she dominated that fight on the ground, you know, she was all her the whole fight. And uh, you know, this one it, it can go either way, like a lot of fights can, <clears throat> but you know, because Angela Hill she has that Muay Thai. And if she can keep it standing, maybe she can kind of, you know, lean the fight more to her favor. Uh, but I don't I don't think it does. I don't think it happens. You know, I feel like Dubita notices, you know, she could see, you know, there's a hole in her game. And that just happens to be one of her strengths. So she'll take it and come out with that win. So I'm taking um, I'm taking Loopy on this one. I think she can take her to the ground, wear her out. Just get that dub, man. And... I mean, she's pretty favored too. She's sitting at a minus three oh five, so not a not a bad one. But you know, on the other hand too, like I don't think it's too bad if you want to take Angela Hill. 
you know, take the dog. <clears throat> you know, I might put a little separate parlay and see what's up. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, but my personal pick, I'm going loopy on this. Uh, next up, we got O'Day Osborne versus Tyson Nam. Uh, Nam, Nam, Nam. Uh, yeah, Tyson Nam, uh, he's, a, he's a bit older. I believe he's 40, if not almost 40, something like that, around 40. Uh, and you got to wonder if that's going to be a factor in this, right? Like, he's probably a little slower. And when you're going up against someone like O'Day Osborne, who is quick, about nine to ten years younger, that, you know, that could be tough. He's he's really fast. He's quick. He's pretty explosive. You know, he sent Zarbuk um, Adashev. You know, he sent him to the motherfucking just shadow room. And, uh, you know, he's, like I say, he's explosive, man. Um, so that, that, I mean, I just feel like that's a... I don't know if that would say it's a lot, but it's pretty, you know, that's one I don't have to think too much on. You know, I'm going to side with him. You know, give me Ode Osborne. Give me him by TKO, too. I'd, I'd go by TKO. I'd probably lock that in, honestly. <clears throat> and he is currently sitting at a minus 240. So, you know, I, I personally, I'm going to lock that in for a TKO. Uh, next up, we got a matchup between Gabriel Benitez um, versus Charlie Ontiveros. My pick, um, my pick for this one's going to be uh, Benitez, bro. You know, if, if you look at Ontiveros, um, he's got he's got that karate practice type, you know, and he's honestly not too great. Like, I don't like hating on these fighters, right? I'm not going to be like, oh, he fucking sucks. Because, like, you know, oh, I, everybody in the UFC could kick my ass. Man, man or woman. I don't care. They kick my ass. So, I'm not hating. I'm just saying, you know. He hasn't looked too great. Um, I can see Benita just snatching his soul on this one, bro. So give me Gabriel on that. And, you know, it's just, that's, it, that one would be a lot for me. I think I'd lock that one for sure. Uh, he's also currently sitting at a minus 350. So there's really like, you know, they see it the same way. The book, you see it the same way. Man. <clears throat> Next up, we got Martin Boudet versus Lucas Zerski. Zeski. You know what? I was listening to the Anakin Florian podcast and they they do this thing where they pronounce the fighters' names and they have the fighters pronounce their names and he was one of them. And I heard him say it. I know Lucas was right. He said it, Lucas. And but that last name I don't know. Yeah. If you listen to this, y'all know I struggle with fucking with all these names and shit. So But yeah, I mean uh you know this is heavy this is um heavyweight and you know, if you if you know, you know, anything can happen at that at heavyweight at any time. You know, the big guys, they just, they could be struggling at one point, and then all of a sudden, someone throws a right hand, and motherfuckers out. You know, and um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Martin Boudet can win. You know, he, if you've seen him fight, you know, he's really getting the clinch. He'll press you up against the fence, wear you down, you know, catch you with something, possibly. But really strong. And, um, I mean, like I said, anything can happen. You know, anyone can catch anyone with anything, anytime. With these big boys. But I'm sticking with Martin Boudet on this one. I think him being able to be that effective in the clinch is um, is going to be a factor. And he's going to win on that. So based on that, give me Martin Boudet. 
16 at a minus 255. Okay, this next one. This next one is Yasmin Jarigui. Jarigui? Jarigui? I don't know how to pronounce that. Um... Versus Yasmin Lucindo. <clears throat> now, the first one, Yasmin, is pronounced Y-A-Z-M-I-N. Yariqui? I don't know how to pronounce that. Versus Yasmin, which is I-A-S-M-I-N. Lucindo. Yasmin versus Yasmin. Um, not sure if that's how she pronounces it. I'm pretty sure Yasmin with a Y is, but... Yeah, I mean, I had to look her up, so I looked up Yasmin with a Y, and she looks pretty good. She's tough as shit. She's quick. She's got good striking. I think she's a good pickup for the UFC, a good signing, you know, but um, if Lucindo wanted to, you know, if she wanted to increase her chances, she wanted to win this one, I think she'd have to maybe take it to the ground, you know, but even then, I think Yasmin Yarigui is... Uh, I think she can work her way out of it. You know, I think she keeps pressure on Lucindo and I think just she's I think she's just a little too much. Like I think her striking, her quickness, just she's aggressive. Like I, I from what I had seen. Um she's 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 tough, man. She keeps coming at you and I I just feel like the pressure will be too much. I'm taking Yasmin Yarigui on this one. If y'all know how to pronounce that, man, it's J A U R E G U I. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, she's sitting at a minus 210. So I pick her on that one for sure. I'm going with that one. This card is fire. <clears throat> like, if you don't, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Like, I, like I'm not going to be like, oh, the casuals won't appreciate it because, you know, and I always say this if you don't, if you only watch the pay per view events, like, you know, the numbered events, and you don't watch the fight nights, you're really missing out on like great fights. On bangers like last week's were bangers, <clears throat> and you know just watch them. They're fire, bro. Um, this card is gonna be fire. I'm calling it. It's gonna be great. Um, next up we got Cynthia Calvillo versus Nina Nunes. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, Nina Nunes, the wife of Amanda Nunes, the champ, the goat, the motherfucking goat. Top my top five favorite fighters of all time. One of my top five. Um, her wife, Nina Nunes, uh, going up against Cynthia Calvillo, which is not easy. Cynthia Calvillo, she's a fucking monster on the ground. Like she said, she's like a shark in the water when she's on the mat. She is. She's a beast. Uh, she's great in the ground. She got great jujitsu. Uh, Nina Nunes, you know, she went away for a bit when she had her baby. And she came back and fought Mackenzie Dern and got submitted in the first round. She got worked in the first round and uh you know it was a tough that was tough you know she hasn't fought since and um you know she's back again with this one and so maybe the ground is somewhere she'd like to avoid on this one especially against Calvillo you know I don't think I don't think she could stop Cynthia from taking it there though that's the thing <clears throat> I don't think I mean I don't know I, I just feel like that's a tough it's a tough thing for her to not get taken down. Uh, you know, Cavill is just too fucking good. Um, so I mean I'm I'm gonna side with Cynthia Cavill on this one. You know, give me her by submission. I take submission on that. Uh 
Will it be in the first round? Maybe. Uh, to play it safe, I'd say second round submission. I feel confident with that. Which I usually do give them. I don't like to just be straight up like, oh, notifications on this PC, you know? I don't like to just straight up be like, oh, first round sub or TKO or KO. Because those are those are pretty hard to come by. All right, but I would um I would say second round for sure. I, I feel confident in locking that in. Second round submission by Cynthia Cavill, who is sitting at a minus 170. So, you know, but Nina Nunes, uh, you know, I don't want to take nothing away from her. She's she's good. She's tough. She's she's not just Amanda Nunes' wife. You know what I mean? I feel like it's it's got to be tough for her when her wife is considered the GOAT. In women's UFC, you know, and M women's MMA in general, you know, so it's gotta be tough. She's tough, and yeah, I mean, I would like to see her win, but I, just, I honestly don't see it happen. So, Cynthia Calvillo is my pick by submission. Give me second round if you want to get specific. Like I said, minus one seven. Next up, we got Devin Clark versus Azamat Mirzakhanov. Um, Azamat, he has crazy power. You know, he sent, um, Tafan Njukwi to, what, he sent him to the fucking shadow run with that flying knee. And, uh, it's just a monster, bro. That was a crazy knockout. Um, of Devin Clark, you know, he's, he's pretty, he's good. You know, he's pretty good. And if he wanted to win this, uh, well, obviously he wants to win this, but I feel like his best bet to win this would probably be to have to take it to the ground. You know, you'd have to grapple. But I think Azamat can keep it standing. I think he I don't think he gets taken down in this one. You know, I think um he could just overwhelm Devin Clark and just come out with a W, bro. Like I said, you know, Devin Clark can try to tire Azamat out, keep him busy on the ground, but I honestly don't see it happening that way. You know, this one I'm gonna go with the one who's the better striker, and that's Azamat. So I'm gonna lock him in. He's currently sitting at a minus one fifty five. So it's not crazy. You know, like I said, that ground game could come to effect, but personally, I feel Azamat um can take this one. Next up we got Bruno Silva versus Gerald Mesharat. Miasharat. That sounds right. Miasharat. Um, off tops, I'm gonna tell you that I think Bruno Silva is gonna smash Gerald's face, bro. He's gonna smash him. Uh, I think he outclasses him. Uh, I just don't think Gerald can keep up. I don't, you know, even even on the mat, I think even if he takes down Bruno Silva, Bruno's still gonna be a problem down there and just fucking land elbows and just beat the shit out of him. I just don't see this going any other way besides Bruno Silva just beating the shit out of him, just smashing. Um, you know this. Uh, this is an easy one for me to pick. Like I said, it's I don't see it going any other way. You know, I'm taking Bruno Silva, but it's gonna be a good fight. I feel like it's gonna be pretty good, and Bruno Silva's pretty fucking favorite in this one, sitting at a minus two eighty five. So, yeah, Bruno Silva's a beast. If you don't know, check him out. Look him up. He's a monster. Um, yeah. Minus 285. Next up, the co-main event, dude. Nate Landwehr versus David Onama. You know, Nate Landwehr is a fucking dog, bro. He's a beast. 
and think his best bet, you know, to beat Onama, um, he has to try to break him down, you know, wear him down, and try to starch him, bro, but I don't know if it's going to be that easy. You know, he's done it before, he's done it a lot, He's like I say, he's a fucking dog, <clears throat> but I don't think it's going to be that easy when it comes to David Onama. Um, you know, this guy likes to throw hands, and if, you know, like I said, Onama likes to throw hands, and if these two were to, like, you know, just square up and just, like, take it to the center of the octagon and just throw at each other, and just, like, fucking let them fly, dude, like, just throw hands at each other, I think Onama would be the one who comes out on top. I think if they were to do that and just have a fucking brutal, like, battle, you know, it would be Onama who, you know, would be the one to land the heavier shots and put Nate away. You know, he'll be the one to start him if it were to come down to that. Will that happen? Possibly, yeah. I think so. I think this is going to be a banger, a barn burner, as they call it. This is going to be a crazy fight. And at the end of it, I see David Onama coming out with the win. You know, it's a... Uh, Either way, it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be a banger. Don't miss this. If you like, if you like MMA, if you like UFC, don't miss this fight. It's gonna be crazy, and it's a free fight. See, that's the thing. Like I, I'm gonna say it again. If you don't watch the fight nights and only watch pay per view numbered events, you're missing out. You're free. Get well. Kind of. If you have ESPN Plus, you could just watch it, right? Some of them, I think you could even watch them on ESPN on TV. I'm not sure. I haven't done that. And then for a while, you know, they do the ABC prelims and early prelims. If you got TV, if you watch regular TV, bro, Channel 15. I mean, I'm saying 15 because that's where it is where I'm at. Uh, but ABC, they're on ABC sometimes. I don't think this card is, but bro, bangers. And this main event is a banger too. We got Marlon Vera versus Dominic Cruz. Is a great matchup. This is a fuck. I'm so hyped for this fight. Uh, this, you know, on one hand, we got Dominic Cruz, who's a legend, former champ, who has fought the best of the best in the division, and is just, you know, he's like, he's just one of the best to ever do it in this division. He is um, really fucking good. If you don't know Dominic Cruz, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. He's. He's fucking great, right? You have, like I said, former champ, legend. On the other hand, we got Marlon Cheeto Vera, who is a fucking dog, bro. A dog who's working his way up in the division, who, honestly, I can see being a future champ. You know, I'm a, I'm a big, y'all, if y'all know me and y'all listen, y'all know I'm big on Sugar Sean O'Malley. He's the one person to put Sugar Sean away, right? And I know... Shikshan don't want to count that. He doesn't count it as a loss because he says it was an early stoppage. But Cheeto was fucking him up, right? Especially on the ground with them elbows. He was fucking him up. Cheeto was a fucking dog. And like I said, I could see him being the future champ. Right? And if I had to pick how this one is going to go, like if I had to say <clears throat> exactly how it would go, I'm going to tell you, you know, Dominic Cruz off tops, great technique. Right, great footwork, great footwork, super quick, right, and, you know, Cheeto's gonna 
He's going to have to be aggressive. He's going to have to be the one that brings the fight to him and make it ugly. You know, land them kicks, keep pressure on them, try to just, like, bombard them with the, with the striking, you know. And uh, now I, I will say that I think Dominic Cruz will win, like, the first couple rounds. If This is how I would see it going. Is like, first two rounds, maybe, you know, kind of escapes a couple hits, you know, like, evades them. is quick. Like I said, that footwork. I can't even stress you how good his fucking footwork is. He, he, he's a fucking master, right? Great, great fighter. And so, yeah, I could see him working, you know, winning those first two rounds maybe, you know. But as the fight progresses, I see Cheeto coming through, you know, just being that dog that he is. um, Coming through and just, you know, attacking, being the aggressor. I feel like Cheeto will do that, could do that. And, uh, yeah, I'm siding with Marlon Vera, man. Shout out Cheeto. Um, I'm picking him on this one. I just think, you know, he's such an aggressive, violent fighter, bro. Just a great fighter. Super disciplined. Just a mate. Just good fighter, man. He's great. He's a fucking dog. Like I said, you know, he's just, he's got that dog in him. You know, they took the x-ray. They posted it. He got the dog in him. Uh, so, yeah, man, give me Cheeto Vera on this one for the main event. It's going to be a hell of a fight, bro. Don't miss out. This fight night card is, is really fucking good. Um, shout out Cheeto Vera, man. I, he's, I, I see him being the future. You know, this is the way I see it happening, right? If Sugar Sean gets past Peter Young, right? This is what I would do if I was Dana. If Sugar Sean beats Peter Young in October, I believe they fight in October, um... And then Algermain, based on however Algermain and TJ Dillashaw go, which is that same night that the co-main of that of that card, um, you know, if Algermain beats TJ, which you know I, I don't want to say not too early, you know, that's months away, a couple months away, but if Algermain beats TJ, I would say you have Sugar Sean if he beats Peter Yan, which would Peter Yan is, uh, I believe he's ranked number one right now. Uh, with Algermain being, or is he number two? I gotta check. But if he beats Perion and Cheeto beats Dominic Cruz, you have Sugar Sean and Cheeto have their rematch, right? Winner of that goes for a title shot, is what I would think. Because, I mean, like for Sugar Sean, you beat Perion, who's up there. I let me let me just check that. Let me just check because I want to be sure. Because I think he's number one um, contender for Bantamweight. Not 100%. Let me see. Bantamweight. Yeah, he's, he's number one. Um, so if, if Sugar Sean beats him, like, where does he go? Does he go? Does he take that number one spot? Or does he go two? I don't know. So if Aljamain wins, and if... Sugar Sean wins, and if Cheeto wins, right? If these three fighters win, I say it would, for me, it would make sense, you know, and it would be a good fight if you give Cheeto and Sugar Sean that rematch, winner gets the title shot. I think that would be good. I think that's the way to do it. You let Sugar Sean go for his, you know, redemption against Cheeto. If Cheeto wins, then he proves, yeah, I beat you the first time, and now I beat you again this time. They don't have to settle it, you know? That's 2-0. But if he goes 1-1, right, and say Sugar Sean wins, goes up for a title fight, beats Aljo, 
becomes champ, that trilogy fight between him and Cheeto for the title, be banger. So that's how I would see it going. I think that would be dope. Um, as far as I mean, yeah, that's the whole card, man. Those are my picks. Like I say, don't don't bet the rent money. Don't bet the baby milk money or dapper money. If you're gonna pick my bets, don't get mad at me if they don't land. You you know, MMA is one of the hardest sports to bet on because you never fucking know anything can happen at any time. So yeah, I mean, it was good to be back recording. Um, there's also Bellator this weekend, I believe, on Friday, which I'm hoping to catch. You know, because I got, uh, I got like a long day at work, which I don't know. Usually their prelims start 3 p.m. my time on YouTube. If you don't know Bellator, streams their prelims on YouTube and then the main card on Showtime. So I could probably get home in time to catch the main card, which is fine. I'll watch that. I don't even know who's fighting, but, you know, um, it'd be good. So I'm going to check that out. Um, Yeah. I mean, we'll be back on more episodes, be breaking down more fights, be longer episodes later. Right now, I feel I feel kind of rushed and like I'm rushing this because about to work on some other stuff right now. But, you know, thank you all for sticking around, for checking this out. If you do, for you know, supporting this podcast, the Raw Dogs podcast, the stream, um, everything, man. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is what I love to do. Talk about MMA, UFC, just the shit. So, um, follow me on Twitter, Danny Tarantino six, um, because I I live tweet a lot during fights and events, and I like to talk about MMA on there and sport, other sports in general, but mainly MMA. So, yeah, let's do it. Appreciate y'all. Later.